The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. My esteemed host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, is with us. And between Kathy and I... We have helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%. And you know, for our listeners, Kathy and I always want to bring you the best in current leadership topics, interviews with proven leaders, and both of us are very research, evidence-based focus. Today, Kathy and I want to talk about uh, executive coaching. We want to give you an update of what we know, some of the ins and outs about uh, coaching. So this should be really fun. We're not going to interview anybody else, but we'll interview each other just about our coaching strategies. And Kathy, welcome. Thank you, Relly. You know, I'm very excited that we are getting something like, what, 35,000 downloads a month? I think it's even more. Really? That's, a, that's incredible. But, and it just makes me, and I know you, want to work even harder for our audience. And today we're going to do a special show about executive coaching. Uh, but before we get started, I think what would be really nice is since it's a new year and we're kicking off a whole new series that we um, introduce each other to our audience, make sure everybody knows who we are. And, of course, for those of you who know us, Dr. Relly Nadler is a master-level certified executive coach, psychologist, corporate leadership, and team trainer. And Dr. Nadler brings his legendary expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and development programs. Dr. Nadler's newest top-ranked book, Leading, with Emotional Intelligence, provides you with hundreds of free tools and strategies to develop star performers across industries. All you have to do is go to his free iApp, Leadership Keys, to get those tools. And you can get that at the iTunes store. And he has over 12,000 downloads. Really, what are you averaging a day? About 35 a day. About 35 downloads a day. And over 100 countries? Yes. That's amazing. That's fun, yeah. Yeah, and certainly you should be congratulated. But for those of you out there who are getting those star performer tools for free, you are also developing your own star performer qualities and can continue to do that. So I hope you also pass that along to your friends. You know, Dr. Relly Nadler's highly respected work is the focus of countless business journals, blogs, and online news features. You know, he's one of our uh, special editors, and um, I guess you are a provider of input at um, Psychology Today, uh, and I say editor of your blog. And his programs are, of course, a mainstay at leading Fortune 500 companies. You can visit Relly at truenorthleadership.com for free downloads to access your best performance through emotional intelligence. And I hope you do go to the iTunes store and download his free iApp, Leadership Keys. You will be 
absolutely blown away by all of the wonderful things that you can learn um, just instantly by just listening and, um, and doing a few things differently. Well, thanks, Kathy. That's great. And I want our um, audience to, to hear about you because we know of those, and I think it's you know anywhere from 45,000 up to 70,000 downloads, people are, gonna, are new and haven't heard uh, about you. But Dr. Kathy Greenberg coaches leading executives and entire companies on her proven method that happiness equals profit, and she has a series of work-life strategies around that. So Kathy has been named the First Lady of Happiness by ABC TV, and the reason that is she has multiple books on the science of happiness, including what happy companies know. She has the number one bestseller, What uh, Happy Working Mothers Know. She has a brand-new series of fearless leaders um, that I'll, Kathy, I'll ask you about that so that our audience knows because I think the ebook version is out. And that's going to be a, a series of um, leadership books. But Kathy touches millions in a much-demand speaker, TV, radio, and media personality. And she has her uh, executive consultancy, H2C, that stands for Happy Companies, Healthy People. But Kathy and I also have Excel Institute, where we both share resources and there's free tools. And Kathy uh, is on ABC's The Morning Blend. And Kathy, you spoke about my uh, iPhone app. Your uh, iPhone app, uh, Your Happiness Now, is based on your book. If you are attracted to Kathy by her voice, you'll be a lot more attracted when you see her video. So you can see her picture and her you know, videos uh, on the uh, iPhone app. And it's a great way with these iPhone apps um, to be able to have leadership tips at your fingertips. I think we'll have to use that, Kathy. Leadership tips at your fingertips. I like that. All right, so um, we're going to talk about coaching today. And I think before we do that, uh, we always like to give a little bit of information, you know, about uh, some of the data, some of the facts. I mentioned earlier, you know, that we're we're evidence-based. And Leadership Development News, why we've been doing this, and I think this is our sixth season, is around leadership and help people come up with tools, tips to help develop. And the reason is 40% of organizations today say they'll be experiencing a significant gap in the number of skilled and trained leaders available for new jobs. And the reason that is, and Kathy and I talk about this as kind of a brain drain. You know, America has lost over 8 million jobs because of the Great Recession. We have all the retiring baby boomers who are leaving day in and day out. Uh, folks between 55 and 65, so that's going to be a shortfall of 10 million workers. And then the folks coming into leadership, Gen X and Gen Y, um, have a little less emotional intelligence, a little less of some of the leadership skills that we talk about, and the only reason is they put more time into being behind a screen, computer screen or or, uh, phone screen. So it's not like they're not uh, as adept. It's really just hour for hour. Less hours dealing with conflict. Less hours dealing with how do I change my message because I can see the person frowning in front of me. Um, these are all the reasons why these skills that we're talking about are, are so uh, <clears throat> important. And I'll give you just a couple um, ideas, facts that we know, that leaders have 50 to 70% influence over the climate of their team. So that we like to say the leader is the emotional thermostat of the team. 
they are the most contagious. We know from emotional intelligence, emotions are contagious. Well, the most contagious person who spreads, whether it's good or bad, is the leader. They're the most contagious person. And today we're going to talk about being a star performer, and we know the skills that we talk about on the show can help propel you, your team, your organization to be in the top 10%. Often it's just doing a few things differently, like we like to call these micro-initiatives. Doing a few things differently, maybe a little bit more, can be the difference of someone moving into the top 10%. And as we talk about coaching, some of the research that's been around for quite a while is that if you do training, most organizations do training alone, and it is effective, and you get about a 22% bump in productivity. But if you add training along with individual executive coaching, the research is showing that uh, a person's productivity can be enhanced by as much as 88%. And it just makes sense. If you have someone there to help you integrate, talk about the information, how are we going to use that, what obstacles do you have, they're going to use that information and that learning in a, in a better way. So those are some of the, the key tips. And then, Kathy, you want to share some of your sweet spots? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I couldn't agree with you more on the coaching and the training. And one of the things that you and I know, uh, Raleigh, is that when people have a higher life satisfaction, which is what they get through executive coaching, they can improve and increase performance. I think I just made a new word. (laughs) <laughs> good, good. We can increase and improve uh, our performance. And one of the things that we know is that performance and job satisfaction in particular are closely tied to happiness by more than 93%. And that's work that has been done uh, conclusively by EyeOpener in the UK. You can look that up on their website at eyeopener.com. But 93% is a huge statistic. So leaders are in for some big surprises if they don't recognize that there is a convergence between creating an environment where people feel a sense of purpose and a sense of job satisfaction uh, and this, this brain drain across industries worldwide. And as you were talking about uh, people having less face time and more time with their computers, more time with their um, their iPhones or their, um, you know, automated uh, systems, um, you can include television in there because when we are not on an iPhone or on an iPad or on a Mac or a PC or any other technology or any other gadget, that's generally what we're doing. We have less human interaction mm-hmm. uh, than we have ever had in um in prior generations, and it, 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 it is a bit scary, and it does lead to this brain drain, but it also leads to an unfortunate uh, emotional intelligence gap, which is then exacerbated by one's optimism or positive attitude. And in an economy that we have been in for many, many years where we are not um, accessing those things in life that make us more satisfied, and we are being constantly bombarded with bad news, uh, whether it's on the radio, on your computer, on the television, uh, through even relationships with people. People tend to think about the things that are negative because bleeding leads. But we know that happiness has a set point, like weight and hair color. And the best news is that 40% 
of our happiness, our optimism, our life satisfaction is influenced totally by our habits and behaviors. So if we look at the 50% that's unfortunately genetic or predisposed by a set point like weight and hair color, that other 50% includes 40% that is totally our habits and behaviors and 10% of circumstances. Now, we're not going to change market values. We're, gonna, we're not going to change interest rates. We're certainly not going to be able to change the price of gas. What we can do is change small things, as you said, micro-initiatives that have macro changes about how we do things, what things we choose to do, how frequently we choose to do them. And at Leadership Development News, we'll always teach our listeners simple habits they need to be successful. And they can also visit us at ExcelInstitute.com for time-saving and cost-conscious webinars that we'll be holding throughout the year to help everybody access your best leadership and your best performance ever. Well, thanks, Kathy. That's why it's, it's so exciting that at least, uh, you know, on this show, we can uh, tease out from each other just about this coaching industry and, and how people can utilize uh, executive coaching, you know, whether you're internal or external. A couple other reasons why uh, this is important. Um, some of the research is showing that 66% of employees today report that they have too little interaction with their bosses and that only about 21% really know are they on track. Kind of now, that's back. so sad if you think about somebody's ability to perform yes. in today's very complex environment. If you don't even know whether you're on track, right? You know, how can you perform? Well, I think that's exactly it. How can you perform? And, and like we're saying, leaders are so busy, and in some of the busyness they may be communicating, but again, they're communicating through email or through texting, and so they're missing some of these opportunities. So we're going to go to our, our first break. And this is Leadership Development News, helping you excel your leadership. So come right back. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com, or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at h2cleadership.com. That's h2cleadership.com. The 
business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. You are here in the new year with us to talk about how to excel your leadership. One of the things we want to talk about is why leaders underperform and the need now more than ever for executive coaching. Relly, what's your perspective on that before I dive in? Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of reasons um, why leaders perform. We hit on some of them. You know, they're they're, uh, busy doing their own things. One of the things about this and uh, on the Psychology Today blog I have called Leading with Emotional Intelligence, there's a new blog uh, that is Why Leaders uh, Underperform, Leaders' Default is Define Fault. And so what that means, and then I'll give you an example, there's some uh, brand new research that just came out from Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland, and it was reported in the uh, Neural Image, which is a journal and that the brain has a built-in neural constraint that stops us from thinking analytically and empathically at the same time. So there's two neural pathways. You could do either one, analyze, or you could do the other, be empathic, but you can't do both at the same time. And so this causes really a a leadership dilemma because, Kathy, as we know, what gets everybody's attention? It's analysis. It's the problem. It's the pressing issue. What gets relegated and often procrastinated is the leadership development, the uh, exercising your empathy uh, with a person. And so when you think about the brain has those two, they're like two channels, channel 10 or channel 11. Well, channel 10 is solving problems, and you don't ever get the opportunity um, or take the opportunity, is a better way to say it, to turn a channel 11 that says, oh, i got to give feedback. Oh, i got to understand their perspective. I should even listen a little bit more. I should spend some more time um, finding out what they're doing and how I can support them. So, Kathy, one of the things... As an example, I, I had this uh, person, and it was just that I did some executive coaching with, and he had his team, I'll call him James, he had a small team of three or four people, and then because he was doing pretty well, he's a good individual performer, he's what would be called a working manager, meaning he had his own task to do, but he also had to supervise these other folks and balancing that. And then he got, because he was doing pretty good, he got another group of three or four people. And so almost every coaching session, I said, so what are you going to do with these new people? You know, have you had a meeting with them yet? Have you met with them individually? Have you shared your expectations? What I thought, you know, were simple things, micro-initiatives. Well, this went on for about four months. And, you know, I saw him about every two weeks, and I'd see him again. And every time, he started with an apology. Oh, I haven't got a chance to have that meeting yet. Uh, I'm really sorry. 
And they really got to be where I said, you know, you must be feel terrible when I walk in the room because from an accountability standpoint, coaching, you know I'm going to ask you, and you have the same response every time that you haven't done it. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm really sorry. I'll, you know, I'll try to do it. Well, this went on for four months. Well, what happened? This other team eventually felt ignored. They didn't know what he wanted. Go back to what we said earlier, what his direction was, how they were doing. And then they basically went to his boss, and um, he burned a lot of credibility that I don't think he'd, he probably will ever get back. And he missed this opportunity. So the question is, you know, what happened? Why did he miss this opportunity? And I think the answer is he was uh, on the task of doing his own work. So we know work-life balance, but this is really work leadership balance. And can, on a daily basis, can you take this other channel, which is kind of the empathy, the leadership piece, and do a few things that are on your, what I would call your leadership checklist, and that you daily do these things. You check in with your people, you set direction, um, and what happens is work becomes so demanding and is so urgent that we're on the work checklist, but we're not on the leadership checklist. The good news, Kathy, and that's what I tell people when I'm coaching them, you don't have to be doing this all day long. You, you can be a working manager, but on your checklist, you need to be able to spend sometimes five minutes. You can demonstrate leadership, emotional intelligence, five minutes, sometimes in a half hour, two hour meeting, but that's what you need to do. It needs to be on your checklist, and often that's what gets relegated and procrastinated. Makes a lot of sense to me, but, you know, a lot of people don't have the time in their day, right, to sit and think about how to plan these kinds of approaches. And I think one of the things that you and I try to express in all of our programs that we conduct in the public domain or over our webinar is you know, micro-initiatives have macro-impacts, and just doing a few, few tiny things differently, which any human being can accomplish, will surely make a, a huge difference for you in reducing your own stress and building higher commitment uh, around you um, because, as we both know, bad bosses um, increase heart attacks and they increase uh, personal days. And it's so important for us to have uh, good work environments and good employees and good bosses. Well, and Kathy, that's a perfect segue, you know, going through those two different channels about executive coaching. If you have an executive coach, and I'll ask you, you know, kind of your take in a moment about executive coaching, it forces you to be on the other channel. You have an organized time with a coach, and you're talking about uh, the empathy channel, but you're also bringing in your analysis. You know, if we said that's the default as we go to analysis, well, how do you use that analysis about people? How do you use that analysis to be strategic about your own time? And having a coach is really important. So, Kathy, maybe um, you can kind of give give our audience just your description of coaching. We want to bounce this back and forth because between Kathy and I, this is what we do most of the time, almost every day, on the phone, in person. And so we really want to help uh, organizations take a look at coaching and some of the ins and outs of it. Well, you know, for me, executive coaching is about helping people perform at their best. And that means helping them find the best of themselves, asking them the powerful questions 
uh, that they may need in order to create um, a breakthrough. And one of the things that I find um, incredibly helpful to individuals who have never experienced executive coaching or who have been reluctant to use an executive coach because there are so many wonderful self-help books out there and so many wonderful tools like your iApp on Leadership Keys or my iApp on Your Happiness Now. They, they have so many free resources. They don't know the value of having a thinking partner. And to me, an executive coach is someone who helps you think through the issues, grounds you in who you are as when you're at your best, who you want to be, um, giving you those uh, reflections, holding up that mirror and helping you see the best in you, and at the same time helping you improve what makes you the best and helping you see where you should be focused to have the right impact. Because that's what really makes us right. feel purposeful and self-actualized. And so that professional satisfaction from using an executive coach, to me, is, is really where the sweet spot for right. coaching is. Well, Kathy, you brought up a term that I like to describe um, is a thinking partner. And what's interesting, you know, both uh, Kathy and I are on the faculty of the College of Executive Coaching with Dr. Jeff Auerbach. And so we train people in organizations, um, you know, to be executive coaches. And one of the things that I usually say to someone in coaching first is, have, have you ever had a coach before? I'm always surprised most people have it. You know, probably 25% have. And as I would describe this thinking partner, there's three aspects. And I typically would say to the person, well, let me tell you about coaching. You know, I'm a thinking partner with you and for you. And what that means is what we're going to talk about, you've thought about, but going back to the research I just stated, they probably haven't thought about it a lot. So there's a depth quality as a thinking partner. That's number one. We'll have organized time. It could be, um, you know, an hour, hour and a half in person, sometimes shorter on the phone. could be 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And we will go deeper into the things that are important to you. Like Kathy said, what do you think about? That's number one. Number two is a breadth of resources. So not only do we want to, you know, go deeper, but let's go wider into bringing resources and some of the iApps and the books and the free tools. Let's bring resources to what you think about most important. So one, we're giving you the time. Two, we're giving you more resources. And then the third one is accountability. In any kind of change program, whether it's exercise or diet, um, having an accountability partner, just like I mentioned with James. He knew every time I was going to come back, I said, hey, so did you have those meetings? And as embarrassed and as awful as he felt, he still didn't do it. But that accountability often uh, is another aspect. So as a thinking partner, you have depth, you have breadth or width of resources, and you have an accountability partner. That's how I would describe it to folks. And I think most people end up saying, oh, okay, that's good. You're going to help me get better, like Kathy, you just said, at all the things that I don't ever have the time because I'm on this other track. I'm on Channel 10, analyzing problems, and I'm not giving enough time to my people. So um, that's the aspect of being a coaching partner. We're going to go to a a break in just a moment, uh, Kathy, and then we want to talk a little bit more about 
um, the coaching process, and then any kind of examples that we can give. So this is Leadership Development News. We're talking about executive coaching. And come right back so we can help you excel your leadership and coaching within your organization. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. If you want to talk about the East Coast sports scene, particularly from the Southeast, make sure you tune in to the Jeff Owen Show every Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the other teams and news that's out there, but host Jeff Owens and co-host Tasha Humphrey know the inside and out of the Georgia college sports world, and they were born there, raised there, and still live the scene. We'll talk about every sport imaginable. Tune in on Tuesday at 7 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. in the West, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, and we're excited that you're listening help excel your leadership. And we were talking about executive coaching. And um, as we progress through today's show, we want to give you as much information on what executive coaching really is about, some updates for where it's going uh, in this um, new decade. As you know, uh, the International Coach Federation is changing its entire regional structure. Uh, It's going to a, um, what we would call a kind of a, a content based approach uh, where executive coaches will meet um, based on specific regional affinities that they have. Uh, I'm on the board of the International Coach Federation of Southern Arizona. Relly, I know you have uh, relationships with the ICF right. uh, in California. Um, one of the things that we know is that certification uh, continues uh, to change. In fact, the BCC, the um, different coach certifications. There's ACC and PCC and MCC. But the new BCC, 
which is board certified coach, uh, is a national certification. Uh, many people uh, need to know about that. So if you go to the ICF.com website, you can learn about the different accreditation models, ACC, PCC, MCC, and you can also learn about where you need to go to get your BCC, and most people will do that through a totally separate entity, and uh, that is um, something that you can also learn by going to any of the coach training Programs Now, as Relly said, he and I teach at the College of Executive Coaching. And if you go to the College of Executive Coaching, uh, the CEC.com website, it'll also give you some uh, referential information on where you can go for that board-certified coach. So, Relly, let's talk a little bit about um, something you like to call uh, visitors, complainants, and customers. So... <laughs> Good, good. And I don't know, Kathy, if you've heard this, but this is uh, borrowed from when I was a psychologist in private practice. One of my last orientations was what's called solution-focused therapy. And it really is very similar. It created the same time as appreciative inquiry, really looking at strengths. And so some of the people there came up with this configuration. Who do you want in front of you? And the same thing, I think, applies to coaching. So when I teach coaching classes, we talk about it. A visitor is someone who comes to you for coaching, but someone else typically sent them. Could be their manager, could be the HR manager. They're polite, but they're a visitor. They're not invested in much. And so it goes from they're the least committed, and you have a visitor there. And as a coach, and the same thing as as a manager, uh, you you want to turn a visitor to be more committed. Now, the next level of commitment is someone who has a complaint, and they're called a complainant. But it's typically not about themselves. It's always somebody else. So there's more energy with a complainant. It's their boss. It's their coworker. It's this organization. You know, and it's not them. It's always somebody else. So they have a complaint, but from an investment engagement level, there's more energy there. What you want is a customer. And a customer wants to buy something. They're committed. They're the true thinking partner. And so as a coach, and the same thing as managers who are trying to be coaches or using a coaching philosophy, how do you get them to be interested to buy something? Now, maybe it's just one part of the problem. It's 80% somebody else, their boss. Could you get them to be a customer about the 20% that they think they contribute, their attitude, their um, set point you know, aspects that we talked about? They want to make the situation the whole thing. So part of that is what can you help them be a customer about? That's the goals. That's the aspects that are going to help them. And that can be very challenging um, you know, if someone is a visitor. So that's that aspect. And, Kathy, just before we move on, I just wanted to say a word about the certification aspects because I think it's important for organizations who are looking for coaches. Many organizations these days now want someone to be certified. And so you have the MCC Master Certified Coach. A person has about 2,500 hours in coaching. You have the PCC. They have about 800 or 1,000 hours in coaching. And then you have the ACC. And that's, you know, obviously the entry level. So I'm seeing it more. I wonder if you are. They're asking about certification in different organizations, which I think are is really important for people to be certified. So, Kathy, tell me a little bit about, you know, the, some of the coaching engagements maybe that you've had, and I'll tell you about some that I've had, you know, so people get an idea what the coaching process is like, like time frames and, 
you know, some of the key aspects? Well, you know, executive coaching can be done at the individual level, obviously. It can be done at the team level uh, or group level. And it can also be done uh, as uh, a self-enabling process. So one of the things I like to do um, in my work is teach the peer-peer coaching process. And as an executive coach, I like to make sure that we find um, the right people in an organization to take on that responsibility, people who are going to be committed to the success of others, uh, people who will be non-judgmental, and who can take on that role of helping to peer coach. And one of the uh, one of my favorite tools to use in a peer-peer coaching process um, is the Good Model, which is something uh, that I know Jeff Auerbach uses in um, in his work and teaches at the College of Executive Coaching, and that stands for what are your goals? The G is what are your goals? The O is what are your objectives? The other O is what are the obstacles that you may come across in reaching those objectives and goals? And the D stands for what are the direct actions you can take as a result of today and your understanding so that you can begin to achieve those goals? So very simple, right? Very down to earth. So just so I understand, Kathy, and our listeners, so when you're coaching someone, you'll give them some tools that, that what you're calling peer coaching, meaning that they will do it with a peer or they'll do it with a direct report or both? Exactly. What I like to do in my executive coaching, whether it's an individual coaching program with a senior executive or whether it's a group or team, is to always enable them to continue the coaching process. So while I may be the coach advocate for them, I like them to become a coach advocate for themselves and for the people they're responsible for. Um, But one of the things that I love to do in organizations beyond the individual and group coaching is transfer coaching strategies and give people opportunities to learn all they can about coaching tools that make them a more effective executive because now they are practicing more non-judgmental behavior which gives them improved empathy, which gives them improved opportunities for decision-making, and also hopefully reduces their stress. So one of the things that um, I was saying is tools like the Good Model or um, some of the tools that we have uh, at the Excel Institute website, uh, some of the tools you have at truenorthleadership.com and some of the tools I have at h2cleadership.com are all conducive to that. It certainly uh, are the IAPs that we both have, uh, your leadership keys and my your happiness now. But the idea here is that whenever I do an engagement, I always try to enable and spread the wealth so that whoever I'm touching can touch others in a positive way as well. And so, Kathy, that's really good to hear because probably in a similar way, um, where I've graduated in my coaching is the more people I can get involved and the more people in the room, typically the better. So, yes, the one-on-one coaching, the executive coaching, but then some of those sessions, and typically if I'm seeing someone in person, it's every couple of weeks. Um, If it's on the phone, it may be a little bit more regular, shorter amount. But could I get uh, at least one or two sessions with their team? And so that's either team coaching, which now is getting very popular, 
you know, within the coaching field. And so how I typically do that, I'll be coaching the individual, and I say, hey, well, let's, let's meet with your team. And we'll talk about there's a variety of tools around team formation. We bring in tools like Myers-Briggs, how does the team uh, focus more, the EQI, one of our suite assessment tools. Maybe the team takes uh, that, and we look at what are, as the team, what are some of the key competencies that the team needs. And so what's good about this is it um, gives the leader support for what they're working on, but it's also an accountability. So the team now becomes a support and accountability. And the other aspect of getting more people involved, and this is what I think we both do in organizations, when the team leader can talk about their development plan to their team and the team leader can talk about the feedback they may have gotten on a 360 feedback and they can talk about the two or three things that they're going to focus on, one, the mouse drop open, typically if they do it in a good way, I'll coach them about that. And I've been in situations where during a break and going to the restroom after a team meeting, one of the people said, I can't believe what the president just said. And that just blew them out of the water. You know, how vulnerable about what they're working on. But the secondary gain, each of those team members in the room, they are one is impressed, but they say, I wonder if I should be working on some of my stuff, which then the obvious answer is yes. So the leader really... Um, becomes an incredible role model and catalyst in getting the more people involved, the better it is. So we're going to go to a, our, our break again, Kathy. And this is Leadership Development News, so continue to tune in to Excel Your Leadership. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. 
Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com, or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News where you're learning to excel your leadership. When we went to break, we were talking about um, executive coaching and um, different aspects of projects that Relly and I do. One of the things that I'd like to talk about, Relly, um, is the idea of coaching successes and examples of coaching engagements where we've both seen um, some increases in a company's capacity, and also in the application of leading-edge tools. And I'll kick off that conversation uh, with one of our regular listeners who is a very dynamic individual who's an active uh, user of the EQI, the Emotional Quotient Inventory, and that's Ed Nottingham um, at uh, at one of the largest, uh, I would say, you know, transportation client organizations in the world, and that would be Federal Express. And uh, I think Ed does a superb job of using the EQI uh, with his executives. I think he does a fabulous job of staying in the know on executive coaching and helping the community by sharing his knowledge very openly. And it's always a pleasure to hear from Ed. Let me just say a word about that. So Ed is a uh, psychologist and and also a certified executive coach. And so what he's done, just like we're saying that we do in other organizations, he's helping managers use coaching skills. He has a series of of classes, manager as coach, using a lot of your tools, my tools, other ones that he finds. He's uh, very adept at uh, networking and bringing in the best tools. So these managers, they're not going to be certified coaches per se, you know, like you and I are, he is, but they're going to use some of these best tools to develop their people, and he's done a a phenomenal job with that. But I know, Kathy, um, there's other folks that we know. Uh, I'll just mention one thing and then bring it back to you. One of the things that, that I think in the progression of coaching is when we do our own coaching and training of folks, we want to be able to leave behind trained people. So there's a kind of a train-the-trainer. I just finished with an organization where I trained, you know, about 30 people, uh, over about seven days to become, you know, EI coaches. Now, they're not going to hang out a shingle, but internally they are the internal subject matter experts. And, you know, they have a, certific- a certificate and a lot, a lot of training uh, using these tools so they become a resource in the organization. And I know you have a, a lot of examples of that also. Yes. You know, I'm very fortunate to work with some brilliant internal coaches, 
Okay, Ed Nottingham is an example of an internal coach. Ron Ettinger is a um, a certified executive coach. He's also head of talent management at Quaker Chemical, and he manages a global network of individuals who become coaches as external executive coaches in the practical sense who work with Quaker Chemical around the world. And Ron is a, a, just a super um, organizational development and executive coach in his own right. Another one um, is Bill Lombardo. Uh, Bill Lombardo has won pretty much every award um, from Chief Learning Officer for his work at Bankers Life and Casualty and specifically at Bankers Learning Network. Uh, these are individuals who, you know, obviously go above and beyond uh, in their role as, as internal um, executive development uh, professionals, and coaching is just one aspect of what they do. Uh, I'm very pleased to say that one of uh, the internal executive development practitioners uh, that I've known for many years, Matt McGuire at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, who works with another dear friend of mine, Johanna Dillon, uh, recently became the chief executive officer at one of the CTCA hospitals. So when you practice good leadership and you coach others on great leadership, you don't know where you're going to wind up in this business. Uh Uh, It can take you just about anywhere. And, of course, you know, Gary Bernison, uh, who is the CEO of Corn Ferry, has a series of books out. He has a new book coming out this year, and it's solely focused on executive development, uh, executive coaching practices that anyone can use. And, of course, he's supported by a tremendous mind over there, uh, Anna Dutra. And, you know, when we look at leadership development and executive coaching, there are so many fine examples of success. I would love to hear from our audience. Uh, I would love them to send us an email at excelinstitute.com and tell us about some of the successes they're having because I know you and I love to hear about them. And the more we learn about them, the more we can share with others their successes. And if they go to the Excel Institute, like we said, there's a lot of tools people can use. You can get on, on, on the mailing list. You can hear about the tele-seminars and, and trainings if you want to bring Kathy and I in to do more uh, executive coaching or help you develop a coaching network like we're talking about some of these superb leaders have done. And I think, Kathy, one of the things that's so interesting, and I'm sure you see it, the further someone moves up in an organization, usually the less feedback that they have but the more influence that they have. So less feedback about how they're doing. And that's why one of the powerful uh, tools that we use is is a 360-degree assessment where often some of these executives at top levels, sure, they know they're doing really well, but many of them using the self-actualization, one of the key aspects of the EQI, a subscale, they want to get better. And not only do they want to get better, but like we mentioned earlier, they want their team to get better. And I found the most successful engagements I've had is usually it's when the person's at the top level or on the senior team um, that is really committed. You really want to sponsor. Sometimes some organizations, they say, oh, yeah, we want to do executive coaching, but can you work with those folks below us? We don't have the time for that. And certainly that happens, but it's not the most successful uh, engagements because when the coaching works or the training that you and I do work, it, it, they always end up looking, and, and especially if it's more of the training, they say, wow, this is great stuff. This is great tools. Are our leaders doing this? 
that question always comes up. And I want to be able to say, yes, they're very committed. Often I say, well, not yet, you know. Um, so the higher you can get in an organization, the more input and the more changes you're going to be able to bring about. I agree. Absolutely. So as we talk about um, coaching, some of the tools, you know, maybe you can share with the ones that you like. Typically in executive coaching, I mentioned, you know, uh, I'll use some of the self-assessments from my book. Um, you know, there's some modifications on the EI Star profile. I use what's called the derailleur detector. You can get these at my website. You can sign up for free, www.truenorthleadership.com. Um, the Myers-Briggs is a great tool, one of my favorite tools. And, Kathy, you and I are both certified in the Emotional Quotient Inventory 2.0, which really has some great uh, domains. And the thing about uh, these assessments, and I think we learned this from Marshall Goldsmith in one of ours, that I love this, the 360 assessments in particular, it's like getting a physical exam. You get all these numbers and information, but it's the coaching that brings it to life. You find out your cholesterol is high. You say, okay, what should I do? Well, that's the same kind of thing that you get with coaching. You, one, you get the data, but you want someone arm-in-arm, hand-in-hand, to better say, okay, let's talk about some of these best practices. And, Kathy, I say this. You know, if they can come up with two things that they can work on, and a lot of times people think coaching is a makeover, it's a moreover. <laughs> I like that, a moreover. Okay. It's the one or two things that they could strategically do more of that will propel them into the top 10%. That's an easy way to look at it and makes it so digestible. And, of course, uh, we both offer so many free tools at our websites and at the excelinstitute.com website. We sure hope everybody goes and takes a look and takes advantage of the IAPS, Leadership Keys, uh, which obviously is very successful with 12,000 downloads, and also your happiness now because emotional intelligence works hand-in-hand hand with optimism and positivity. Well, thank you, Kathy. This has been great. And uh, for everybody listening, tune in again, and, and we'll have our next uh, uh, interview with an expert that's going to give you some leadership tips that you can use immediately. This is Leadership Development News, and tune in to tune up your performance. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.